Hey boardies, welcome to Mass Games, my name is Simon. Today we're talking about the state of play relating to board games, Reiner Knizia, and some games I've played recently, as well as Gen Con. So, let's start off with Reiner Knizia. I've been playing a lot of Lost Cities recently and Battleline Medieval. Both games definitely feel like you can tell they've been designed by the same designer, and both of them I rate at least a great, i.e. an 8 out of 10. You will see a video for Battleline Medieval coming to the channel. There's also been videos out for the likes of Shot and Totten, which is very similar. It's pretty much re-implementation of each other, and that's received quite a number of views. Battleline Medieval, I have records already, so it will be coming, so make sure you hit the subscribe button and notification bell, obviously, for YouTube. As Velocities, I think it's probably a top 50 game of all time for myself. Very impressed with it. I tried out the sixth expedition, which involves the purple side, and that video is again coming to the channel fairly soon as well. It's a longer game, it's regarded as a longer play, but I still think it's fantastic. I probably would prefer playing the original. Uh, both games you can play out in half an hour and just play it again and again. So in terms of Rhino Knizia, I do think how similar some of those games are. Now naturally, having made over 800 games, you do get that. Simple games to, to make, let's say, or no game in my opinion is, is easy to make, but it is a game whereby you have lots of decision spaces. And it has a degree in mathematics, which might explain this, but it always comes down, at least in these games, relating to what cards have yet to be played, what's my best choice of playing something, and hoping to then get a better return of that next card coming up and playing on it. For example, if you have trying to get a run and you've got four and a six, then trying to get a five is harder, uh, for example. So if you had a four, five, six, and you're trying to get a seven, obviously you have a seven and a three you can go for. But if you played out a card trying to get a run, trying to get that middle card is obviously much harder. So if you've got a run of three, let's say uh, you have cards one to nine, going for seven, eight, nine is harder than six, seven, eight, in the sense that uh, obviously if you have seven, eight, then you can go up or down. If you play nine and eight, all you can play is the seven, so you're halving your chances. So other games I've been playing and other games I'm opening. So I've opened a room. Now this is the Latin word for gold. It's where the AU periodic symbol comes from. And that is a trick-taking game for three to four players. So I'm playing it ideally as a three tonight and as a four on the weekend. Speaking about this weekend, I'm also playing Scout as a four with my family. I have played it as a three. I did play it last year at the UK Games Expo, so check out my playlist for that. Another video, in fact, is going live this weekend for Scout, both unboxing and the full had a setup play and review. Now, Scout is a ladder building game whereby you're looking to play better cards on top of existing cards. There's another run, like in the games I talked about relating to Rhino Knizia's games, whereby if you play a three and a four, you need to play you know, a four and a five, or a, a seven and an eight, or something like that, or a pair will beat it. So any pair, two ones, will beat a seven and eight, as an example. Now, I first played a commercial, uh, well, that's a commercial game, a public domain game called Shotai Tea, as I've been told it's been called, by a Portuguese biologist, I was also a biologist at the time, over in France, playing with a Norwegian guy, amongst other nationalities, and very impressed, that's one of my favorite public domain games, I've talked about that on the channel before. So this was nothing new, playing this game Scout. And yet, it's uh, done exceedingly well in terms of its awards, nominations, etc. My copy, I may have heard me mention before, has actually been held by the designer and used in a photo for an award. So that's very interesting, but it didn't get unboxed, it didn't get un taken out of its shrink because numerous of the Oink team did come down with COVID, and not from me, but I did not want to go anywhere near that copy for the time being. Uh, speaking about awards, uh, there's been an anniversary. So celebrating my 15th anniversary, I have been uh, talking about Sagrada because Crystal is the traditional gift, like wedding anniversary, and yet 
it happens to be that glass you know, is used in Sagrada, it's found in other games, you can find glass in Viticulture, in Murano, you can find it in Murano Lightmaster, so check out my video for that, as well as other games such as Altiplano, check my video for that, of course that's just a component. Stained glass of Sintra, Blueprints, and there are some other games, so please of course do let me know, there's a guild of course over on BoardGameGeek that you can find via the description here to short, talk about and share. There are other games such as Time Towns, which also has glass as a blue cube. And I do find blue is used either cloth or cubes for glass. Now, let's move on to some other bits. So other games we're going to play this weekend might well be Hunters of the Lost Creatures, which is a very humorous uh, Kickstarter campaign. And it's a two to five play, it takes about 15 minutes to play. So look forward to trying that out. I haven't opened it yet, so there'll be a video out soon. Aside from that, uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop has been played. So this is the fourth edition, which uh, is going to be re-released on uh, crowdfunding sites as well. Uh, there's also going to be, this weekend, hoping to play Knockout Whist. So I'm a big fan of Whist. So hoping to get that played too. Also, I've been playing Epic Card Game Jewel. Now, this is very much a lighter version of Magic. So if you're interested in that, I think you should check that video out too. And this evening, I'll be playing Imperial Settlers Roll and Write, in addition to some of those other games I've talked about earlier. Other games which I'll be, which I did unbox back in my birthday in March, but I'll be going through a bit more detail, will be Everdell Complete Edition or Complete Collection, which came out last year. Now, the only other thing to talk about now, which I have already mentioned briefly, is, is Gen Con. So, Gen Con did have a sellout for some games. One of them sold out Thursday morning, which was World Wonders. This is the follow-up to World, uh, Foundations of Rome by Arcane Wonders. They had 500 copies. I know someone who took copy 243. Uh, other games that sold out include Boop, and there are some other games which I know Hatchets had a whole line going on, a password to, to get their games, etc. So there were some games that sold out. I know Three Ring Circles was popular amongst other games, and I'll be talking about lots of these games over for Spiel Essen as well, which is over in under two months now, in fact. I think we'll be wrapping up about this time, in fact. So all those things um, are very fascinating, and I know that... Another game there happened to be Ticket to Our Legacy. I know someone who's played through the entire thing and said it's fantastic. So very excited having played through all 26 or so Ticket to Rise to try that as well. I've naturally got the Ticket to Our Germany app because it has been my favourite of the, the map so far because of how Erfurt is so integral in a two-player game. In particular, over Marklin, over Ticket to Ride Deutschland, I prefer Zugum Zug, which is the German version of Ticket to Ride. Now, one thing I hadn't mentioned was about that macroeconomic area. So there has been a writer's strike. There's an access strike going on as well in the USA. And I feel that this could have a positive impact on the world of board games as a form of entertainment that people can take up. It could well be book reading, but I think this is where this is really going to shine. And in the UK, it's been a lot wetter than it has been usually. It is actually historically July and August is the wettest months of the year in the UK. But people have been playing more games and buying more games in the month of August, not necessarily from retailers, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Of course, for the industry, you may well say it is. But if more people are playing games, hopefully there's more demand to then lead more people to try out the newest games and then, of course, buy them naturally through a retail, etc. Now, two other games. One of them I mentioned Exit before. Now, I've played another Exit game. Both have been recorded. Both are coming to the channel. have been scheduled. One has gone live. I mentioned Sherlock before. There's another one. Both are now my top four of all the Exits, which are around 26 games played as well. Very impressed with that. And incredible how they're still coming up. There's some fascinating ideas. I really don't understand how they can keep on doing these things. It's, it's phenomenal. Now, I mentioned Arkham Honors before. 
Dice distancing video 80 is live. Uh, there's actually uh, a couple of other videos for 74, 75, which goes live today at time of recording, and 79 is going live soon as well, early uh, part of um, next week or week after. But Dice Manor, naturally, will have dice in it. Also by Arcane Wonders. It is ages 14 plus, two to four players, takes 30, 45 minutes as well. That'll be played as well, and it is going to go on my geek list for games at Spiel Essen because that game will be there again. Other games coming to the channel will have uh, got interest in playing Genotype or Cellulose, obviously these are educational genius games, which will be um, a group of four or five. We might get to play Foundations of Rome for the first time as a five as well, which I look forward to. Maybe chucking in some extra modular stuff as well. The public objective, I felt, detracts slightly because there's just a lot of stuff in the headspace you have to focus on, so I might choose to keep those private. Sky Mines, which I got from Whaling Games as well, I looked forward to getting to the channel as well prior to October. Speaking of uh, prototyping games, so I've heard back from someone who's looking to kind of collaborate with, and they're keen to make sure that you don't worry about balance, you don't worry about how it plays, it's just about the gameplay in the first few turns and that dictates where you can take it from there. So that's something I look forward to doing. And another thing to do with going to Spiel Essen is bureaucracy. So Europe um, is great. Obviously, you can have consolidation of efficiencies, but sometimes due to individual countries' approaches to things and policies, you actually get inefficiencies. And that's because driving there, which is what well, I'll be going again this year, sharing with two other people, instead of flying, which is a lot more uh, CO2 emissions, and having to look at the game CO2 second chance in front of me. Actually driving there, there are now fees to be paid in France and in Germany to actually drive through these countries, even though it's only for 30 kilometers or less than that, 20 miles. So that is going to be an, an additional burden, you might say. Yes, we know it's for, for a good cause, or we hope it's directed in the right way, but there are some other things that we do need to focus on. So when we speak next, which should be around a week's time or some point next week, I'll be also mentioning, obviously, how I felt Scout as a four, having played it as a three recently. I did play, I think, as a four or five last time. This was last year, although I didn't feel the rules were quite right then. I've also been playing through missions three and four for Undaunted Stalingrad, so that's going well. Um, we're now uncovering mines and engineers who can block buildings and replace tiles, so they have a, a legacy sort of campaign elements that keep on changing as well as bringing other characters in as well. So every time we play, having to keep learning more stuff, everything is in the rule book, but sometimes you have to go all over the place to find what you need. Just be very careful what you're grabbing to make sure you're doing things in the right order. Arvez is also live on the channel, so you can also find that on Board Game Arena alongside Micro Dojo and, and Good Cop Bad Cop, in fact, went live recently. So that is a game which I don't recommend at lower player counts. Look forward to trying it as a four next. Also getting Mimic Octopus to the channel too. So lots more to come. I look forward to speaking to you on that next episode, which will be episode five. And I know Paul is currently away on holidays, so when he's back, we'll see if we can get in some time with him too. Also looking at Shadows of Killforth, another magic-style influenced game, 45 minutes per player, which was talked recently on Board Game Geek. So I look forward to speaking to you about that as well. So, hopefully you found them interest. Please let me know your thoughts as always. Best to hear your comments. A short episode this time, and look forward to speaking to you about any further updates. Forest Shuffle, a game by Lookout, is also coming. I know someone who's been involved in it since its infancy and didn't want something uh, to appear to make it through to the final game, which did. Uh, I'm curious to see what that might be and figure out what it uh, changes or detracts from the game. And I know that's an alpha on Board Game Arena as well. 
Well, thanks very much for listening. I'll speak to you soon about how I found Imperial Settlers Roll and Write, how Scout was with a new group, also how I found Hunters of the Lost Creatures, as well as A Room, amongst other games. So for now, back to the table.